This is Okushin Kize in Hildegre. You are listening to Eldon Sampier on SAFM 3 to 6 p.m. Hashtag SAFM BTH. It's 12 minutes after 5 o'clock. ESCOM is 100 years old today. The power utility was established on this day in 1923. The SOE has reached many milestones over the years, including the fact that over 80% of South African homes have electricity compared to the rest of the continent that has an average of less than 20% access to electricity. ESCOM is currently dealing with a variety of issues, including an inability to provide power consistently to South Africans, leading to load shedding that has brought many businesses to their knees and families as well. What does the future look like for the power utility? Tepo Khadima is now joining us on the line, energy analyst. Tepo, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Did you sing happy birthday to ESCOM? Very good afternoon to you, Aldrin, and to the listeners of SAFM. Uh, happy birthday to ESCOM, but I uh, think the people at ESCOM, unfortunately, it would appear they themselves are not in a celebratory mood. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, so unfortunately, where we find where, where we find ourselves. But I just quickly want to take a, a few steps back and also looking at some of the strides that have been made. As I said in the introduction, that you have um, over eighty percent of South African homes um, having electricity. But then, in the same breath, of course, the question then is: How many hours of electricity do they have in twenty-four hours? Look, I think today marking 100 years since the establishment of ESCOM, but not necessarily since uh, the production and supply of electricity in South Africa. But 100 years is indeed a great milestone. But if I had been chairman of the board of ESCOM, and in the absence of the chief executive officer, today would have been a time whereby I would have spoken directly to all of the 42,000 workers or so of ESCOM, as well as the millions of customers of ESCOM, and uh, do so live, flanked by the president, the minister of public enterprises, as well as the minister of energy. But I would have demanded that these politicians because they know absolutely zero about electricity, let alone the difference between electricity and energy, I would have demanded that they must just stand by and bite their tongues until they bleed. I would then have really uh, spoken directly to the staff so that the staff of ESCOM in totality, they can all understand the crucial role that they have to play in the continued existence of ESCOM as a world leader in the production and supply of cheap and abundant electricity for all. Because a successful ESCOM means the success and sustainability of South Africa. If ESCOM is currently under the barrage that it finds itself in, if ESCOM finds it effectively in a situation whereby it's no longer even a going concern. Therefore, South Africa itself will never be a stable country that can economically develop and ensure that, indeed, a better life for all is achieved. So I think that was a very important day that this is what should have happened throughout the country to mark this point and also paint a picture of vision cast Mm -hmm. the next 100 years 
and the next hundred years, as I say, that to be characterized that once again. So, will there be an ESCOM in the next hundred years? Do you think there won't be an ESCOM in the next six months at the current rate, unfortunately? Yeah, hey, because a uh, hundred years is 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 a is a bit of a push, but I know they speak about um, the vision that ESCOM has, and which of course includes the just energy transition as well. Uh, but then the other element around this is if you look at um, the what the electricity one of the biggest purposes for electricity at the time when ESCOM was established was with the with the rail network uh, and to power trains. But now in this country, again, we face a problem with trains, whether it is passenger uh, trains or even goods trains. Well, I mean, ESCOM effectively have moved away from their core business and have abandoned the values and the principles upon which they were founded to operate on and have completely disregarded the customer. So if you listen to the leadership of ESCOM and the politicians, they make no mention whatsoever about the importance of a customer. They make no mention whatsoever about the, um, that that is actually a requirement for ESCOM to exist in perpetuity. Remember, under normal circumstances, under company law and under our constitution, a juristic person is expected to exist in perpetuity. So, therefore, everything else that is being done now, including the so-called just energy transition investment plan, those are the mortal blows that are going to bring an end to ESCOM as we know it. And unfortunately, a smaller ESCOM will not be able to survive. And hence, I'm saying that we can't even speak about years to come. We can speak about in the next few months, taking into account that, yes, ESCOM is at a crisis point, but this is a time whereby they needed the commitment of each and every employee of ESCOM and even the generations of future employees of ESCOM to realize that the goal and the vision should be that of ensuring that ESCOM can really continue to be a leader in lowest cost of production of reliably dispatchable and environmentally sustainable electricity for all. And I, I, I underscore the word for all, because if not all South Africans, juristic, meaning companies as well as not natural persons, people, if we don't have electricity, and if electricity is uh, unavailable because of unaffordability, as I say, South Africa is itself in danger of being a failed state. A final one is on the current debate that is underway, and that is um, around the supply of energy and whether the state should still be the custodian that supplies um, this energy, uh, or whether ESCOM should be sh- should be privatized. And if you read up on the history of ESCOM, there was a reason behind why the Nets at the time believed that um, that ESCOM should be expropriated and should become a a should become a, a public good. But seemingly there's been a shift now. Well, that shift is the most irresponsible uh, act to have ever, or policy decision to have ever been taken by the politicians, who unfortunately are not for our good. And the moment a government is no longer working 
for the good of its citizens, that government becomes the enemy. And that's where we are sitting. Taking ESCOM or privatizing part of ESCOM or business activities of ESCOM, as has been the case, the privatization thereof can only, as I say, bring about the untimely demise of ESCOM. And it is unfortunate that that untimely demise is presided over by politicians who were voted into power and therefore betrayed the trust of the people of South Africa. ESCOM must go back to the basics. And for as long as there is the ESCOM Convention Act of 2001, and specifically uh, Section 6, Subsection 5, A and B, it means therefore that ESCOM must remain an integrated electricity utility in order for it to be able to not only survive and uh, thrive as as a utility, but also to ensure that the people of this country, uh, constitutional rights as contained and and enumerated in the Bill of Rights, those can indeed be uh, upheld. Because ESCOM's failure and the continued rolling blackouts mean that over 13 sections of the Bill of Rights in the Constitution are actually impeded and violated. So it is a very serious thing altogether that the government and the politicians don't even appreciate the fact that they are very, uh, you know, very policies that the best way to uh, describe them is that, you know, they are just bizarre and absurd but very dangerous, is that those policies are actually leading to the violation of the very constitution they have taken an oath of office to uphold and to protect. Thank you so much for your time. Tepo Khadima is an energy expert. 614 You tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032